1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce.
1: doing up at five Mm. o'clock in the morning.
2: I couldn't sleep.
1: I woke up and you weren't in bed.
2: I couldn't sleep. I came downstairs, made myself some coffee.
1: I didn't get to sleep until nearly three. I lay awake last time. I remember looking at the clock. It said 20 minutes to three. I must have fallen asleep right after that, I guess.
2: Well, I don't think I really slept at all. I just don't understand it.
1: Don't understand it? Good heavens. Here we are apparently responsible for thousands of dollars worth of damage. I don't think it's strange we couldn't sleep. I think it'd be strange if we could. No,
2: no, no. I, I don't understand how blasting, how blasting could break glasses in a house half a mile away. More than half a mile no, away. I, I don't
1: understand it either, dear. I just something don't. like
2: this happens. Where's Mr. Rogers? Where's Well, he's he? out of
1: town, dear? Yeah, His wife said he wouldn't be back until this morning sometime. I told her to tell him what it had happened, get in touch with us as soon as he got back.
2: And Dibble, you know, it seems to me the contractor should have some responsibility about this. He, he did the blasting. Well, maybe
1: he didn't do it right, or maybe he used too much dynamite at one time, or something. Uh, I don't know.
2: You think he knows business? Where is he? Where he? Where's? Where is he?
1: Nobody answered at the contracting company last night. I couldn't find any Sam Dibble listed in the phone book.
2: I tell you, when I think about standing out there last evening, being so excited that we had finally started our new house, and then this, this tornado of a woman descends on us. Well, oh, dear, of,
1: you know you can't blame her for, you know, really being upset. Screaming
2: at us that the blasting on her property broke our property, broke priceless whatever she called it, in her house a mile away. I know.
1: Yeah. Now look, darling, why don't you go upstairs and take a shower? You won't sleep anyhow. And it's too early to try and call anybody now. Mm. Get dressed, dear. We can't do anything about it at five o'clock in the morning. Uh...
0: You know, there's no doubt about it, people are more interesting than anybody. The troubles they get into, their fears, their dangers, their achievements, that's the stuff of which drama is made. You can enjoy some especially good examples of it with a couple of shows heard every Saturday here on CBS Radio. One of them takes you back in time to acquaint you with some very real people of the Old West. Men, women, and children with the same kind of hopes and fears that we have today, though they live in the rougher, more demanding world of the frontier. That show is Gunsmoke the most widely acclaimed of all Western dramas. You can hear it every Saturday over most of these same stations. The other Saturday drama we'd like to recommend introduces you to an even wider variety of people, all the varied characters who move in and out of great city hospital. You'll meet doctors and nurses and orderlies, as well as the patients, all of them facing crises of one kind or another, crises that are full of interest and suspense. Get acquainted with some of them yourself this Saturday, right here on CBS Radio.
2: Look at it, would you? Just pouring.
1: Seems to me that the rain is the least of our worries.
2: You don't seem to understand now that it's raining. Mr. Dibble won't be out there working today with the men. Oh. Yeah, oh, and where is he? I have called the Dibble Contracting Company eight times. No answers. Now 9.30 in the morning. Uh,
3: uh,
2: oh. There,
1: maybe that's Mr. Rogers. Maybe he got home and oh, came right, right over here, dear. I'll
2: get it, I'll get it, I'll all get right. it.
3: Good morning. My goodness, haven't you gone to work? Oh, hi, Eleanor. Oh, hello. Heavens, the rain has let up a bit. Did you notice that there about two minutes ago it was like a cloud bird? Yeah, night? yeah, I saw it. I came over to borrow your angel food cake tin. I can't find mine anywhere. Oh,
1: sure, I'll, I'll get it, Elner. What's the
3: matter? You both look as though something terrible had happened. Is Betsy sick?
2: No, 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 she went off to school. No, nothing about sickness, unless you want to call it being sick at heart.
3: What's the matter? Why, well, I thought you two ought to be sitting on top of the world. Didn't you turn over the first spade full of dirt for your new house yesterday?
2: We turned over the first shower of rocks, would be more accurate.
1: Well, here you are, Elner. Here you are, and keep it. I have two angel food cake tins, which I never use. Never make two angel food cakes, and if I do, I'll borrow it back. Oh, well, I don't like to just... No, no, please keep it. I don't need to. It's all right. Oh, well, thank you, dear. Has <laughs> he told you about the catastrophe? No. Well, come on in the living room and sit down. I'll I, uh, I
2: think I'll try and call Jack Lundell again.
1: Darling, Ann said he would be in court all morning. Jack? Goodness, does this involve a lawyer? Apparently, we tried to call Jack last night, but Ann said he was in Brownsville with some client and was driving back just in time to go to court this morning. Ah, well,
2: I'm going to try and track him down again anyhow. All
1: All right, right, dear. Look, stop keeping me in suspense. What happened?
3: Oh, I tell you, we are just
1: sick. Well, I had been out there in the morning. The contractor, Mr. Dibble, was there with four men, and they started the blasting. Well, I was sort of in the way, I guess, so I came home. And then last night after dinner, we drove back out there so we could see what had been accomplished during the day, you know. Oh, sure. It must have been exciting. (laughs) It it was. We were standing there, and it was so pretty. It was still very light, but the sun was going. It was a beautiful sunset last night. Oh, yes, it was beautiful last night. Red and orange and gold. Oh, lovely, I know. And you can imagine how lovely the view was overlooking the lake. Well, it was about a quarter to seven, I guess. And we were standing there talking.
2: Boy, you know, they seem to have done a lot of blasting already. And all
1: of a sudden, we heard yeah. a car honk. Yeah. Hey, who's
2: that? My gosh, look. Look, through the woods over there.
3: Good heavens, looks like a huge car. Yeah,
2: with a chauffeur. Yeah. Boy, you think somebody has bought the next property, huh? Gonna have some mighty fancy neighbors. Get yeah.
1: There's somebody coming through the woods. It's a woman, isn't it? Are you the people who own that property? Oh, honey, that's Mrs. Cornelius Weld, and She has that big estate down the road about half a mile. Yeah. You know, with the gatehouse and everything. You know that big Oh,
2: gate. how do you do? Are, are you
1: that? the people who were doing the blasting here today?
2: Oh, well, yes, we're, we're building a new house here.
3: <laughs> I just returned home, and let me inform you that your blasting has broken all my priceless Venetian goblets, my exquisite Meissen figurines, my Dresden, and my library window. A stained-glass masterpiece from a 13th-century Italian monastery to say nothing of my Ming-Val. Well, what
1: did she say to you? Why,
2: I, I can't believe
1: thousands,
3: it. Well, thousands, well, thousands. But it isn't the money, it's the beauty, the beauty that has been shattered irreplaceably Well, I don't understand what she's saying. Oh, here,
2: but... look, I'm sure there's been some terrible mistake.
3: Mistake indeed, has. Your blasting was a
1: mistake. Sir, my lawyer will call on you tomorrow. And my lawyer will call on you tomorrow, she said. Oh, she went on and on and on, repeating that they were worth thousands, you know. Yeah, well, look, try to broken. reach him,
2: will you, as soon as you can? Oh, okay. You're
1: sick, you can yeah, imagine. Yeah, all right. You well, know, I must say, I don't well, wonder you're worried.
2: Jackson called, I can't reach him. Yeah. well, anyhow, um,
3: Well, I must say, I don't wonder you're worried, but are you sure it was the blasting that did it? Well,
2: how do we know? She said it did.
1: What did she say was broken? Oh, Venetian goblets. I remember she said that.
2: Yes, stained glass window from some 13th century monastery.
1: And a
3: Ming vase. Is it possible all those things could break from a dynamite blast a half a mile away? Well, I
2: suppose it's possible. You hear crazier things than that happening. I certainly don't know anything about dynamite.
1: Insurance. Have you got insurance? Oh, insurance, of course. Why didn't that occur to us, dear?
2: It did occur to me, dear. Oh, we seem
1: to have insurance on everything.
2: We have got insurance against typhoons, against a swarm of locusts, practically, but blasting, no. no. Well,
1: now, wait a minute. She must have insurance. Can't she collect from her insurance company?
2: Darling, an insurance company isn't in business just to pay out money without investigation. It would no doubt be up to them to prove that our blasting did it.
1: Well, maybe they wouldn't bother. Oh, so... Well, all right, so they were able to prove our blasting did break her things. We still couldn't afford thousands and thousands of Dear
2: heart, doesn't it occur to you that they, that they could collect, if they won the case, everything that we do have?
1: You mean we might, might not be able to build our new house?
2: We'd be lucky if we could keep the tent to live in.
1: Oh, honey. There seems to be a car stopping out in front right
3: now. Oh? Goodness, maybe it's Mrs. Weldon's lawyer.
2: Oh, uh-uh, well, nothing to do but let him in.
1: Oh, it isn't Mrs. Weldon's, Lark, Mr. Rogers. Hello?
2: Why? Oh, it's about time we heard from him.
1: Hurry up. Get in out of the rain, Mr. Rogers. Maybe I'd
3: better go. No, no,
1: not unless want to, Eleanor. I'm...
3: Oh, no, I'd like to stay and see what's going to happen. my, my, this is certainly a downpour.
4: Get in, get in, <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, we certainly had a lot of rain this oh, year. yes, I
1: suppose it's good for the crops.
4: Oh, yes, oh,
1: yes. Well, I'll get you some coffee. It's so damp out you must be chilled, Mr. Oh, Rogers.
4: Oh, now, don't want you to go to any trouble.
1: Well, oh, Pete no says to
4: heck with the weather and the
2: coffee. Did your wife tell you why we called last night? night, and what has happened? I mean, the, the, what, what... Oh, the... yes. Oh, yes. Well? Well, what? Well, what? Mr. Rogers, I'm talking about the blasting, yeah, and this this this, 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 woman, this, this woman, this Mrs. Weldon, her broken
4: dishes. And... Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. You haven't worried about it? Haven't worried? I haven't
1: worried? Why, Mr. Rogers, we've been frantic. We couldn't reach you, or Mr. Dibble, or even our own lawyer. Look, we neither of us been... slept all
4: night. I haven't gone to work. That's well, crazy. now, there's nothing to worry about.
1: Oh, do you know Mrs. Kendall, Mr. Rogers? Yeah, is oh, it how do you Mrs.?
4: Well, what what? What, what? what do you mean,
2: nothing to worry about?
0: We'll return to the couple next door in just
1: a moment. Does beechnut applesauce taste so extra grand? Because apples get such loving care in beechnut babyland. The apples there grow red and ripe and juicy, sweet. It's true. Thick when they're full of vitamins and luscious flavor too. The apples then are washed and cooked and strained with so much haste that beechnut applesauce preserves a special sun-fresh taste. Yes, in babyland, each wholesome food is deliciously top grade. It has to be the best when it's for Beechnut's carriage trade.
0: That's right. Every food from Beechnut Babyland is extra special good, like Beechnut applesauce, just brimming with good food nourishment and the sunny flavor babies love. Enjoy the special goodness of Babyland.
1: Get Beechnut, the most babied foods in the world.
4: Not at all. It's Mr. Dibble's responsibility. He's the contractor, and he's always insured against that. It it happens quite frequently. And when I heard about it, I drove out to Mrs. Weldon's this morning. The truth is, there's very little damage done. But you know how women are they get excited, (laughs) they think things are worse than they are, inclined to exaggerate a little bit. No, no, I reassured Mrs. Weldon, and she was very nice about it.
3: Well, now don't you both feel better? Why, I'm surprised you didn't know about all
4: that.
2: Look, Mr. Rogers, you're an architect, but believe me, when a person has never built a house before, he he suddenly begins to learn a million things he never knew before. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
4: Yes, You know what I mean? Nothing. Mm -hmm.
1: Nothing? Oh,
4: yes, a lot worse things can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Such as? Well, I, um, stopped in, actually, to say that we made a slight miscalculation last week when we hastily changed the plans to arrange for a center chimney. Yes? Well, I don't really know how it happened, but the main stairway now comes right up into the middle of the upstairs bathroom.
1: Oh, honestly, (laughs) Oh, well, now, don't look like that, dear. You're the one who insisted on a center chimney, and it's no tragedy. We can certainly fix it, can't we, Mr. Rogers?
4: Oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's going to be slightly more expensive, and your upstairs hall will be smaller, but... Oh, dolly, um, really, I, I never well, knew it Why don't we fail. change the
1: plans a little... <laughs>
0: The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce, with Dorothy Duckworth, Catherine Meskel, and John Gibson, and is produced by Walter Hart.